Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. From KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball. This could be trouble. It's at the wall. And it's a gunner! Welcome to Sports on a Sunday Morning. America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Awesome. And uh, now we're live with Dexter Fowler. And it was, I was giving him the backstory about the Garage Happy Hour because really it, it is about the guest saying yes. It's not, it's not about. Listen to KMOX. It's about the guest saying yes and it's about the listeners and the viewers, Dex, because they are just awesome. I, I got a really nice, and, and hi, by the way, I'm going to introduce you properly, but. I got a really nice note today from somebody who said they just look forward to these. You know, they look forward to Thursday. And during this time, in this last now seven months, it's been tough for a lot of people across the board. I know that. And I I appreciate you uh, taking some time for us all. This is Dexter Fowler. Yeah, Cardinals right fielder. World champion, by the way, with the Cubs in 2016. And we do, I, I, we have Cubs fans watching too. So I want to make sure that they're included on this. It's, you know, we're in the World Series. So I got to have a World Series guest <laughs> and just an all around good guy. I mean, I, I knew it before you came here. I know it by observing you around the club and around the people. You're a good person. And um, I know a, a great teammate to a lot of people and uh, a class act. That's something else. Another reaction that a listener said today when I was going to have you on, they said classy. Dexter Fowler's classy, and we're happy that he's on. Thanks for doing this, Dex. How are well, you? No worries. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the all the um, fluff is what I call it. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it's um, yeah, it's no, it's, it's, yep. it's refreshing to hear that. You know, that's, um, that's all you try to be is a good teammate, right, and, and a good person. And I think the rest it will will fall in line. Yeah, I mean, and you had to be this year, didn't you? I mean, this was uh, – I don't know how you guys did it, honestly. You made it through a season with all the twists and turns and ups and downs. But you did. Not only did you make it through a season, 58 of 60 games, but you made the playoffs. Of course, the ultimate prize is to win it all. You know that. You've been there. But there has to be some uh, feeling of accomplishment and – ups and downs that you all went through of some success as a human being 
Oh, 100%. I mean, if you go through all that adversity and come out with nothing, then it's all for naught, right? So I feel like um, us going through that, it actually kind of made us stronger because then we came back and we we're playing double hitters and, and all that. And we're like, we're not, this wasn't four ways. We weren't sitting in hotel rooms for eight days and then at the house and quarantining at the house and stuff for nothing. We got to win. We got to go to the playoffs. We got to win something. Right. And uh, obviously we fell short, you know, in the playoffs, but I mean, a lot of teams didn't even make the playoffs. So, and I feel like we had a uphill battle right to 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 get there you did and uh, but you did make it uh, lost to the padres in 3 and then they ended up dropping on the dodgers who uh, beat the braves in a while i mean this has been a pretty good postseason from a viewer's standpoint i think i do i do want to ask you all uh, all kinds of stuff here but i do want to get your take just on the world series i think if people thought the dodgers were just going to walk over the rays they uh, understand now this race team is a real deal that's a tough team over there yeah, they're a good team. They're a good thing. They're a good, like solid team uh, up up and down the lineup. Um, they got guys that it kind of reminded me of the um, of the Indians when we played out there. Like they're always on base. They're always putting pressure on you. They're um, they play fundamental baseball. They make plays. They steal base. They hit homers. They do it all. They do it all. So there's a they have a bunch of ways to kill you. And uh, then then they have their pitching staff that just. You know their bullpen's crazy. Their their starters are good, so they're a good all around team. And as are the Dodgers. Yeah, the Dodgers are really tough. It's going to be a good series. It'll be a long series, I think, and it's good for the game to get here and to see it. Uh, the game is is very special. I know that you fell in love with it at a young age. How did that happen, Dex? How did you become a baseball player, and why did you love the game? Um, it actually happened by coincidence. We um. I had one of my buddies over the house. My, well, I was five years old. We were over the house, and the parents asked, "Can I go to baseball with um, their son?" And I was like, "And I went to baseball, and I loved it, and been playing ever since. I had fun doing it. Um, it was t, but like coach pitch, and then if you if you coach pitch to t ball, right? So it's like they throw to you, you get two strikes, and then you hit off the tee for the next one, and." I was actually pretty good in the beginning, right? So, like, I didn't really go to, to too many times off the tee. It was more like just hand-eye. But I'm, I'm being the youngest. I, I have a brother, so, you know, you catch up a little little quicker, right? Yeah, that's right. Do you, do you still see that uh, little kid? Do you, do, do you still feel the young Dexter Fowler sometimes when you're out there playing? Oh, 100%. 100%. I get out there and, and, and you know – that's why I always try to have fun, man. Like you got to realize and put things in perspective that this is a game. Um, at the end of the day, um, you know, getting to pro ball and all that, it changed to, to a business a little bit, which I get that aspect of it. But, you know, out on the field, these guys, we're, we're all out there just trying to, trying to win, trying to win the game. And, and, and for me, I try to have fun doing it because I know I, I play better when I have fun. That's for sure. And it's not always easy. I, uh, you know, looking at, uh, what happened yesterday. So Brandon Lau hits two home runs. He had really struggled in the postseason. I saw a quote from him this morning uh, from last night's game, and he said, you know, it was a struggle at times. You know, he said, you know, there were some – I'm not going to tell you that there weren't thoughts going through my head when I was having some struggles. I mean, it is a, a game where you just have to 
do the best that you can to have a clear mind, don't you, Dex? Hundred percent. And if, if you could look in, you look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Hey, look, I gave it all I gave. I did all I could do." Then you really have nothing to, to, to be ashamed about. Obviously, you want to do well. You want to play well. Um, but there are those struggles. There are those struggles, and it's just a matter about wrapping your head around it, knowing and embracing it. You know, you know, at times you're not going to be a hundred percent all the time. So, you know, it, it, it's awesome to see guys like that when they struggle, they they bounce, they bounce right back, and you know, have they have a success, and it kind of catapults you. The uh, dealing with injuries and with illness and with uh, this year COVID. Those are all obstacles that you have to overcome. I, that was uh, how is your how are you feeling? Are you doing better? I know that that was just another thing that uh, that that you had to overcome this year was the fact that even though you physically uh, you know didn't have COVID, you had to stay back because of a medication and an illness uh, that you were dealing with. Yeah, and obviously at any other time, I could. I mean, any other year, if we didn't have COVID, I'd be playing. I'd be playing. I could, you can take the medicine, you can play, but obviously, COVID punched us in the face again. <laughs> so um, no, but I mean, things happen for a reason. It was good that I um, I battled through for shoot the whole season basically until I got the medicine, then came back. Obviously, and you know it sucks too when you when you're having such success and then you come back and you there's no place you can rehab or do anything, right? So it's just like you just jumping back out there. But uh, it was right on time for for um, for the playoffs. You make your home here in St. Louis during the season, and in the off season, you're in Vegas. How's everything there? I follow you on Instagram and uh, get to see you out and about. It looks pretty nice over there. Actually, we had a nice Vegas-like day here in St. Louis today. About eighty. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Vegas. I mean, Vegas is great. I mean, right now it's let's say eighty-eight degrees, 80, 88, 90 degrees, and sunny every day. Not much wind good golf weather so i've been out on this golf course yeah you're getting out there and, and playing i know that, uh, that you love the game uh you also have a very important job as dad and uh, one thing that i relate to you with is uh, the fact that we both have two girls uh mine are a little older nine and 14 but your girls uh, how old is nine now she's nine six, six. she'll be seven in january yeah and then ivy is two two too. She's yeah. She's a big. She's a big two. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been great. It's been great just just being around them and kind of insert myself back in um, into their lifestyle and um, dance. Going to going to nice dance, dropping her off, picking her up, and gymnastics and the whole nine. And just being a dad, it's been great. It's been great to to be able to spend time with them, be able to tuck them in and tell them stories and 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 just laugh and, and, and love on them. Yeah. They have uh, a lot of questions, don't they? Especially Naya. She's, she's probably at that age now where she only, she not only knows what you do, but she has questions about what you do. She has questions and a lot of answers. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely knows what she wants. And the, the two year old thinks she knows what she wants, but she doesn't. Right. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's, a yeah, my- it's, it's the twos. She's hitting the twos. So. Yeah, the girls, uh, my girls are four years apart, so it's fun to see how they, yeah. you know, play off of each other and, and kind of learn from each other and and, and interact. Uh, the youngest one grows up a lot faster, though, huh? That's right. 
you know, the older, that's exactly the older right. sibling, yeah, it's crazy. First one, first one when she fell is like, oh, oh, are yeah. you okay? Erica sat now, you know, Audrey falls. It was like, oh, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. You know, you're yeah, good. it's all good. And, and, your- and, and then having the, the, old, the older sister is the one who pushed her down, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's and right, they still them. love all, they still they love their older their older sibling like it's crazy no matter they can do no wrong yeah but no it's kind of the opposite sometimes with the oldest is like ah, like ivy's all over me all the time like she just loves you that's just that's what it is i'm the i'm the baby so i don't, i you know i commiserate with uh with with naya i mean with uh, ivy not naya that's interesting. Yeah, I'm the oldest of two. I have a younger sister who's four years okay. younger. So, so I understand, you know, what Erica is going through sometimes. And she's like, you know, you guys, you favor Audrey or, you, you know, this or that. Right, you know, right. Like, well, hey, I was the oldest. I am the oldest. Like, I understand this and you can talk through it. It's, it is. Right, uh, 100%. Yeah. You know, kids are, kids are amazing in that way. I love uh, talking through it and, and, and being a dad's is awesome, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but parenting, I'll tell you this, parenting is way harder than anything you can do in life. No doubt. It's so hard. It's fun. It like I said, it's fun. You I mean you fail sometimes, you know, you 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 say the some sometimes the wrong thing, but at the end of the day, they these kids they love you and they, they adore you. So it's like obviously you, you try to do your best with what you have, right? And and, and go at it like that. But it, it's it's been great. It's it's a great challenge. Dex, uh, this it is. It is a great challenge, and you know, this year there were there were challenges up and down. Uh, we talked about COVID, but I also want to talk about uh, twenty twenty. Also, um, had a very important topic of racial justice, and um, the day that you and Jack decided uh, that you were not going to play in that game and stand in solidarity with Major League Baseball. The one thing I'm, I'm sure that meant a lot to you was the fact that, first of all, that it's it's not as easy. Uh, it could not have been easy for you to just walk away from a team and to, to get the backing of not only your teammates, but your manager, Mike Schilt, had to have been a very important moment for you. Yeah, my manager and management and front, obviously the front office as well and my teammates. You know, it's um, they understand what I mean, what 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 I was going through and they tried they commiserated with me and they, they get it. But like I said, that's all that was one of the hardest decisions that I ever had to make. I called my dad on it the whole night. And uh it's not something like you just do, right? Like I obviously I wanted to play, but some things are bigger than baseball, right? Yeah, you know, we're this this is life. I mean we're lit like if we're not gonna if any year where we're going to talk and listen and open up, it's now. It's this right. year. You know, this isn't like yeah. I, I, it's not being political. It's just uh, it's just being human right now. Right. Exactly. And we're all we're all Americans. We're all you know, like you said, human beings. And you know, it's uh, it's about loving loving your neighbor, loving one another, right? And just uh, I, I I I always use the analogy. Um, look at everybody as stick figures, right? And go at it like that. If you have, you know, if every situation, look at it as a person is a stick figure. Don't look at what they look like. Don't look at, you know, what they just look at it for face value in the situation and go at it. Yeah. But and at the same time, understanding 
that everybody could be dealing with something and, um, you know, anything. I mean, the person standing next to you, just be kind to them. Exactly. Exactly. It's not, I mean, it's not, it's in, 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 in theory, it's not that hard, right? It's not that hard, but I mean, everybody, I think a lot of people are selfish these days, right? Well, selfless, right? Yeah, that's very, very well put. Um, I, I talked about you as a great teammate, so I have some proof of that. I, when I uh, traveled with the team, your first trip with the team out of Jupiter, one thing I noticed was on the flight how you greeted everybody uh, by name. There was a point on the flight where you, you were so kind and welcoming to every single person. I hear that a lot. You know, it's not just from my eyewitness. Like I hear that Dex is the guy, and I saw this also on, on Fox Sports Midwest on a special. They, they backed it up for me where, you know, you're paying for meals for people. Uh, you're, you're helping people out. You're good to the young players. Um, has that always been, and, and who taught you that Dex? Um, honestly, it wasn't really taught. My parents were always outgoing people. Um, it's just, for me, it's, it's been into my DNA, right? Like I try to, I want everybody to be cohesive. I want everybody to get along. I always, I don't, it doesn't matter who you are, your background, like, Everybody needs to be together, right? I, I think that there's always common ground between everybody. It's just finding out what it is. That's a, that's a good point. And also, you know, you think about all the the different personalities just within a clubhouse. I mean, that's yeah, a- for sure, for sure. And that's part of leading. That's part of that's part of leading. You 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 know what makes guys click. You, but that's getting to know guys, right? And listening, you know. I don't think I, I I I I look for the good in everybody, right? So there's always a reason why someone does something a certain way. And you should think about just having dinner with them or sitting there and listen to them and talk to them and then you can realize who the person is and where they're coming from. Cuz you get a better understanding of everything. When you um you know, I mentioned you paid for people's meals, but you know, I, I should have mentioned that when you uh, protested that game, you did pay, you did donate your day's salary, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we're we're still in the process. It's a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. so we're we're in the process of of still doing that. But yes, that is that's that's the the reason behind the the whole protest is to you know put that money towards the towards the greater good. I know you do a lot for the community, not only here in St. Louis with Cardinals Care, and you've made some donations along those lines, but in Las Vegas, where you are now, uh, I did understand that early on in this pandemic, you recognized the need uh, for people to find supplies and food. And yeah. I saw that three squares, uh, three square is something that uh, was very important to you. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, so we... Um sitting at dinner, my wife and I and the kids, and, you know, we, we realized how, how, how thankful we are to have food on the table. And there's a lot of people out there who who banked on, you know, working and, and being able to get out and didn't have meals for families. And, you know, we talked to our daughters about it. We always we always um, sit there and talk to talk. Ivy's obviously a little young to, to realize, but Naya definitely gets it. And we, we, we talked her through through all that. And 
she was right on board as well, which is good. You know, you teach kind hearts and kids, and, and and you watch them, you watch them spurt, and and I think that that was awesome to just to be able to uh, reach out to to Three Square, and they were they were on board, and we 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 helped out numerous numerous more more families than we would ever have thought of. Wow, it just starts with a conversation, doesn't it? And it's 100%. amazing what you can do. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you know, you, you do it out of the goodness of the, the 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 you do it from your heart, right? So it's um it's nothing that you know it 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 comes from within, right? So you you sit there and you're eating, and it's like you have kind of an outer body experience. Like, what if we weren't as fortunate as we are, and how would we be able to eat? How would and you you want to put um a plan in motion? I've just had more feelings about that this year than I ever have. I just, uh, you know, this is, uh, I don't even know how to sum up this year other than it uh, has been challenging, but it also gives us an opportunity to make a difference. 100%. I think, I, I think you know, obviously we're down like 2020, everybody's like, but you can learn from it. You can learn from it. And um, 21, 22 and on can be, that much better, right? Yeah. Uh, look at I me. Mean, I just started the show out of my garage drinking a beer, and suddenly, you know, I've got <laughs> <laughs> these great guests coming on. Let, let me, heavy, huh? Yeah. Having the hometown, the hometown brew. The I, cool. I got to get the one with the Nelly on it. Actually, I need uh, to get Nelly on the show. To be I know, right? That'd be awesome. Uh, the one with the Nelly on it uh, is, is now out. All right. Just a few more baseball things before we go. There was some news today. Gold Glove finalists are. Colton Wong, got it. Colton be. Wong, he's one. Paul Goldschmidt, Goldie, yeah, for sure. And Tyler O'Neill. Oh, T.O. How about that? Love that. That's awesome. Who it's used good who used your bat to hit a home run? It, now, <laughs> but the, he's a. You know what I like about that is he does care about. De- you know, he's more than a than a power hitter. He cares about defense. Cares about the game. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, all these guys, man, like. Everybody, we all care about defense. Oh yeah, you know the matrix might not show it, but we all we all take pride in our defense because uh, you you want to you want to back these guys. You know these guys are making good pitches and guys are hitting them, and you want to make the plays behind them. That's the that's the the one of the most important things to winning is good defense. Bader, not a finalist, but you know, the guy's going to win some Gold Gloves. He's oh, hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, he's he's awesome out there. I said he reminds me of a young Dexter Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> Yachty, not either, but uh, Yachty, you know, has won a ton. He's we all know who he is. I don't. I mean, I I I I know, and he said something on Instagram today about uh, how you know he's still the best, and you know, I think that he was obviously well, giving the best to the rest of the finalists, but. Uh, I I know this. Yadier Molina is the best catcher I've ever seen. That's all. That's all I need. He's yeah, going into the hall. 100%. Of fame. Yeah, hundred percent. He's a he's a for me. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah. the guy is his, his accolades and his 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 um his game speaks for itself. So he, I, I hadn't I hadn't seen anything on Instagram or anything. I have really haven't been. I've been. It's been a busy day to say the least. But um, no, it's um. Yeah, Yadi's the, the best. The best I've seen. He is the best. There's no doubt. All right, so last thing. When you when – you, so this is a two-part question. When you see the World Series 
And I know we all have a lot going on in the world and in our lives, but do you get, uh, do the feelings come back again of winning that world championship in 2016 with the Cubs? You will be part of a very, very special group that made baseball history for the rest of your life. You will be in that club and that'll be a part of your life. And then the second part would be how, how, um, can we get uh, that 12th flag waving in St. Louis? And I know that, uh, that everybody wants it. And I know that everybody who wears that birds on the bat wants it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I think it's obtainable. It's obtainable. Um, I think watching the world series to, to answer your first part, watching the world series, obviously it does bring back memories, but it makes you eager to get back. Right. You're like, man, we could if looking back, you, you say this, but moving on to next year, it's like, we have the guys that do it, and if the, we bring in some more guys, then that just increases the the the, the chances. But um, you know, we're excited about next year, and and um, I, I think we have the the talent. Um, I mean, to do it, we have guys in the clubhouse that that are ready to win, right? So the learning curve, they they they've kind of gone over that. They, they've seen, they've gotten a taste of the playoffs of winning, and I think that we can go deep into the playoffs and even win a World Series. That is Dexter Fowler in my Garage Happy Hour. You can always watch those Garage Happy Hours on the Camo Exports Facebook page. I'll have a confirmation here pretty soon on my guests this week. It's always fun to catch up with these guys and, and hear them from a human standpoint. And then I do have a confirmation. Oh, Carl, I'll just go ahead and say it, who it is. Uh, in two weeks. Do it. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't said this yet. I, this is just for the Camo X audience. All right, I'm not going to tweet it until the week of, but Pat Maroon will be my guest on November 5th. Two-time Stanley Cup winner. Yes. I would sign him if I were a team. Mm-hmm. Bring, you the, bring you the hardware. Pat Maroon's going to be on the Garage Happy Hour. Will I chug a beer and uh, race Pat Maroon? Shotgun the beer. Shotgun a beer. Who can do it fastest? That'll be part of the show. Well, we'll see. Garage Happy Hour on Thursdays at 5.30. We'll take a quick break. Eli Drinkwitz, head coach of the Missouri Tigers at 11.45, back in a moment. We are back on Sports on a Sunday morning. Tom Ackerman with you. Good to chat with Dexter Fowler right there. Clayton Kershaw starts against Tyler Glass now on the World Series Game 5 after last night's absolute insanity. I'll tell you, I, there's a part of me that pulls for Clayton Kershaw. I've seen the playoff failures, yes, uh, some of it against the Cardinals. And there's so, there a part of me pulls for Vin Scully to, to mm-hmm. see the Dodgers win a world championship for him. Uh, but I really like this Rays team. I did pick them to win the World Series, and I will stick with that. But mostly I am watching this World Series as a baseball fan. I just want to be entertained. And my goodness, were we entertained last night. And we're going to have a long series now. It is 2-2. Kershaw is on the mound tonight. And here on KMOX is Jim Edmonds discussing the Dodgers lefty. It's all about hyper-focus and Right now, you're literally focusing on, you know, a, a small inkling of his bats where you're, mm-hmm. you know what your task is at hand and you know everything's riding on it. And so he called it, and it's a great name, he called hyper-focus. And during the season, you know, you're facing the same guys. You give a few at-bats away here and there. And, you know, if you face the same guys and give an at-bat away here and there, you, you know, you have an 0-4-day, whatever. You're not doing that right now as a, as a player, as a hitter. And mm-hmm. so... You know, you see a guy like Clayton Kershaw, why he struggles. Why does he struggle? Because guys are like, hey, you know what? You're not giving me out today. You got me out all year. Today is not the day. I'm going to focus, 
and I'm going to really get down in there. I know you're not trying to hit me. I know you're not trying to do anything special. I faced you before. And so here we go, to, you know, mano y mano. And that's why I think it makes it a lot tougher on the pitchers during the postseason. Good insight from Jim Edmonds, the great St. Louis Cardinal, Cardinals Hall of Famer, Fox Sports Midwest analyst. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll update you on some things happening around sports and get you ready for Eli Drinkwitz, the head coach of the Missouri Tigers, with us at 1145. Right now on Sports on a Sunday Morning, it's 1137. Back after this. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Eli Drinkwitz, Mizzou football coach, with us in just about five minutes as he'll be joining us from Columbia, a victorious Columbia, after the Tigers beat Kentucky 20-10 yesterday. Boy, Illinois got thumped, didn't they, by Wisconsin? 45-7 in the Big Ten opener yesterday. There were some teams that looked pretty good, though. Ohio State looks like the team right now in the Big Ten as they whipped Nebraska. Boy, Nebraska. They started strong. When I, They did. When is Nebraska going to get itself back? That is one of the all-time great programs in college football. And it reminds me of, as an alum of Indiana, Indiana basketball was once great. Yeah. And was an elite. And I think in a lot of ways, as Indiana fans and alums, we still think we are that. We still think we are one of the top programs in the country. And in history, Yes. But in reality, we're just not, and we've got to figure out a way to get back to that. Nebraska has lost that. They just aren't. They just aren't one of the elites, and they've got a phenomenal fan base and following. But uh, how do they get back to that is the question. It it brings to mind uh, a very happy birthday to Bob Knight. Uh, The general is 80 today and means a lot to me. Personally, I've told this story many times, but the short version is that when I was a teenager, when I was 16 years old, my dad and I went to a celebrity golf tournament in Vail to see our friend Larry Ziegler, St. Louisan, who uh, played on the PGA Tour. He was playing in the Gerald Ford Invitational, and his playing partner that day was Bob Knight. And we went down to go see him, and we went to the practice green, and they walked up to the rope, and we shook hands, and I'm in awe. I mean, it's Bob Knight. And after a couple of minutes of chatting, Larry looked at me and he goes, Hey, Tommy, how would you like to caddy for Coach Knight today? And I thought, I looked, <laughs> I said, Sure. Now, I was a caddy at Westwood Country Club, so I had it's some not experience. Like it was cold. So I went to the other side of the rope, went inside the ropes, and we took a golf cart to the first tee. And I looked at Coach and I said, So, Coach, you ready for basketball season? And he said, Tom, I'm never ready for basketball season. I'm just thinking of golf right now. This is July. So we played the round, and uh, he was uh, he was great. I mean, he had a couple of moments of you know losing his temper, but it's Bob Knight. And how many of us have lost our temper on the golf course? All of us at some point. Anyway, so we finished the round, and he, after we had talked on the course, he said, where are you looking at college? And I said, well, in Missouri and Miami of Ohio and I like SMU, and I talked to him. He said, what about Indiana? And I said, well, I know it's a, it's a good school. And he said, it's a great school. He said, how about I set up a tour for you? Would you like that? And I said, coach, I'd love that. And he did. I didn't think that I would that he would remember it, but he remembered me. He sent uh, somebody to call me. I did visit the campus. I fell in love with it. Shortly after my high school graduation, my dad died suddenly of a heart attack, uh, and the coach found out about it when I came to school, and he was very, very kind to me. He gave me his number. I never used it, but knowing that it was there was very, very important to me. 
Uh, he did, he was always, to, to, as an 18-year-old kid, to know that you had that in your back pocket was very important. He made me feel comfortable, and he took great care of a kid that he really didn't have to, but it was, uh, he, he always will mean that to me and gave me a lot of confidence uh, in college in that atmosphere. And so that's how I think of him. Not only do I think he's a, one of the greatest basketball coaches in history, I think of him as that person. So happy birthday, Coach Knight. Bob Knight is 80 today. We'll come back with Coach Drinkwitz. Eli Drinkwitz is next on KMOX. From KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning. Oh, yeah! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's 11.48, and joining us is the head coach of the Missouri Tigers, Eli Drinkwitz. Thanks for hanging on for a few minutes there. I want to tell people that when Coach Drinkwitz, when I say 11.45 on the show, he calls in at 11.45 on the dot. I mean, that's how it works. How are you, Coach? I'm doing good. How are you today? I'm doing great. I really enjoy these moments talking with you. I wanted to read you a quote from your opponent yesterday, Mark Stoops, the head coach of Kentucky. Dave Matter of the Post-Dispatch has him quoted as saying about you, he had them ready to play. That's the bottom line. I didn't. We didn't respond. They did and beat the tar out of us. He said we were getting pushed around from the beginning of the game. Even though they weren't putting up points, they were controlling the game. That's what we normally like to do if we can physically run the ball and get first downs and play good defense. They did that today. They beat us at our own game and did it decisively. You had a lot of things in your favor yesterday, and one for sure, Eli Drinkwitz, is you ran the football and you ran it often, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, going into game plan, they they play a lot of coverage and multiple coverages and, and give you soft edges uh, and try to bait you into to throwing the football. That's why they had nine turnovers the previous two games. So we knew we needed to run the football, establish a line of scrimmage, uh, and then we felt like if we could run the football and not turn it over, uh, that was the recipe to beating these guys, and, and it worked out. Did your offensive linemen like hearing that going into that game? Oh, yeah. They, those guys always love to run the football, and I think our running backs uh, enjoyed it. And, and I also think our, our uh, wide receivers accepted the challenge of, of what the game plan was going to be and, and executed it the way they were supposed to. What about Larry Roundtree? What makes him special for you? You know, I think Larry's just a, uh, he's a workhorse. Uh, he's a worker. Um, he, he's never had a bad day. He comes in with a smile on his face, uh, you know, he, he's been voted a captain of his team by his teammates. And so just incredibly proud of uh, the way he handles himself on and off the field. 37 carries, 126 yards, and a pair of one-yard touchdown runs for Larry Roundtree as Missouri beat Kentucky 20-10, to ending a five-game losing streak against UK, as a matter of fact. And back-to-back wins for Eli Drinkwitz, who has done it in two different ways. You've won back-to-back games here. Uh, but this one was a little bit different, and uh, a credit also to your defense. Your defense stood up, and while they had some chance to rest with 43 minutes of possession by your team, your defense made the plays when it had to. Yeah, just a great job by Coach Walters, Coach, and the rest of the defensive staff, and, and our players really buying into the, the message that we had to stop the run. and. You know, they came out trying to soften us up with uh, throwing the football, and, and we did a nice job playing with our technique and our fundamentals, which allowed us to stay with the game plan early. And so just uh, hats off to those guys for doing that. Missouri ran the ball 62 times for 220 yards. 
and threw the ball for 201. Connor Bazelak, how would you evaluate his second game as your starter? Well, I think he did a nice job taking care of the football. He was very efficient on third downs. Uh, he didn't get bored, uh, you know, just taking what the defense gave us. Uh, he left a couple of plays out there, um, and, and he knows that there's things that we got to continue to grow on and continue to get better. And, and uh, But for the most part, I was, I was pleased with his performance today. That 21-play possession was unreal, uh, how you just kept on grinding and going and going and converting fourth downs. But it was that last one that uh, that got you, didn't it? To, with a, an opportunity to kick a field goal, you went for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, retrospect, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, we converted two fourth downs on that, but uh, I should have I should have definitely uh, kicked the field goal there and made it a two possession game. I think I was getting greedy. I thought we put a lot of work in to try to get to that point and wanted to finish it off with a touchdown. But uh, as the head coach, I got to make better decisions, and I need to kick a field goal there. But you ended up uh, getting the win 20. Uh, the second time we've talked about hindsight on the show, Whitey Herzog, the Hall of Fame manager, uh, said not long ago to me, Coach, he said, hindsight's a hell of a lot better than foresight. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I like what he's thinking there. That's a pretty good line. Uh, how are things going for your team from a COVID standpoint and, uh, for that matter, an injury standpoint? I know this has been a challenge this year, but uh, here you are. It, uh, you had to shuffle your schedule, and you're 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, you know, from a COVID standpoint, we're, we're doing fine. We're, we're uh, continuing to abide and, and haven't had any major issues. Knock on wood, we, we test again today. Um, you know, from an injury standpoint, we're, we're facing – uh, the realities of playing a lot of SEC games. So we've got a lot of nicks and bruises, and, and we'll have to reassess after today where we're at. And where you will be next is at Florida on Halloween, and that has been a change in the schedule. But, again, you roll with it week to week. We're all we're all kind of day-to-day, week to week, aren't we? Yeah, we all got to figure out how to figure out what's next. I, I don't think that we're uh, – uh, anybody's got any ideas, honestly. But uh, right now, the schedule is to go play at Florida, and we'll do the very best we can with what we got available. One of my favorite videos of the week was, and you're so busy, I don't know if you get to catch all these by your great communication staff, but they had, and as a as a dad of two girls, and we just had Dexter Fowler on the show, the Cardinals outfielder has two girls, so we can relate to this, was you checking your phone as your daughter was FaceTiming you, I do believe, as you were about to get on the press conference. That got caught on camera. It was a pretty cool moment, a real moment. Yeah, it's a good lesson for me to know that if, if I walk up to the podium, it's going to be on camera. But, yeah, she, she FaceTimes me, and if you don't answer, she's just going to keep doing it until you do. So, uh, you know, just wanted to make sure I got a chance to say hi to her before she got down for a nap. It was cute. How old is she now? Uh, she's three. Oh, that was good. That was good. And just finally, uh, how is the family? How's everybody adjusting to life in Columbia, Missouri? Yeah, we're doing great. Uh, uh, yeah, we're doing really good. Uh, enjoying it, enjoying school, excited about, uh, you know, the prospects of uh, uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas here in Columbia. Well, I know that the community is happy to have you. I know that winning certainly helps put a smile on everybody's face, but I, I do believe that, you know, it takes work, and you're building it, and people recognize that. And uh, it has to be nice to see some early results. You know, had had you not, uh, it's still I know that you would have asked people to stick with you, but it, it feels pretty good for those kids to to see them smiling. 
Yeah, I mean, anytime you put a lot as much work and time as we put into what we do, it's always good to get some sort of rewards and payoffs, and that's what the uh, W's and L's are in our column. And you are 2-2 two and two as you take on Florida on the 31st after a win over Kentucky, 20-10 to 10 yesterday. Congratulations on the win. Uh, the best to you as we move forward here, and we'll catch up with you next week. All righty. Thank you, M-I-Z. Z-O-U from Eli Drinkowitz, the head coach of the Missouri Tigers here on KMOX. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this show. Again, the Chiefs are on KMOX at 325. They take on the Broncos pregame at 2 o'clock. Mitch Holtis and Danon Hughes will have the call. Our producer is Carl Middleman. I'm Tom Ackerman. I'll catch up with you tomorrow morning on Total Information AM. A little change on the show tomorrow now. We're going to have, with uh, Debbie taking the week off, tomorrow Michael Calhoun and I will be joined by John Hancock. What? It's a very very good chance that Johnny is listening to the show right now. Johnny, we will see you bright and early at 5.05 on Total Information AM. Thanks for listening to Sports on a Sunday Morning. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.